Looking for a particular part? Then look no further. Rush Truck Center's All Makes Parts catalog features more than 16,000 of the most popular All Makes Parts from the top suppliers in the industry and with the quality brands you know and trust. And at 164 full-color pages, this is their biggest catalog to date. Our friends at Rush Truck Centers have great deals for you all year long. Check out their monthly parts and service specials in-store and online. And when you're ready to order, shop online with Parts Connect at RushTruckCenters.com. Expect more from Rush Truck Centers. Hello, people of the world. I am Rebecca Nichols. Welcome to my podcast show, Finding Nirvana. For me, personally, Finding Nirvana was more about unlearning and becoming who I was destined to be. It's about releasing the shackles and stepping into uncertainty, but with surety that everything is going to plan. The divine plan. It's about releasing fear and vibing high with love. It's about living your truth and being really fucking unapologetic, babe. It's about forgiveness, deep connection, mindfulness, meditation, and hacking your own health and well-being. This is your life, your journey. And on this show, I'm here to support you through sharing and shedding some light. I'm here to empower you to be the highest version of yourself. So stay tuned, subscribe, and tell your friends, because we are going on a journey. And it is a journey, guys. And I'm really excited to have on the show today a lovely lady, Callista, and who's a, a Scottish-born, award-winning author, speaker, and a pioneer of spiritual ascension. I love. She's dedicating her life to helping others um, figure out, you know, the gifts of their soul. But very similar to the work I do. Um, she's written um, one book already, that Angel Healing, Unicorn Healing, sorry, <laughs> Unicorn Rising, in fact. And she's got a new book coming out, which is all about female archangels, which I can't wait to hear a little bit more about. And so Calista's going to be sharing a little bit about, you know, what led her to becoming who she is today and, and the journey so far. And she's going to be sharing with you and me. It's going to be so exciting. I literally cannot wait to hear what you have to say. Hello, Callista, and welcome to the show. Hello, lovely. So good to be here. <laughs> so good to have you. So tell us all about it. Like, what made you get into this work? How? Because everyone's got a story, right? I mean, everyone's yeah. got a, like an awakening and, oh, I had this moment or whatever. And I love hearing <laughs> yeah. those stories. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. I mean, for me, I definitely did have one of those moments, but I, I, I did it a little bit differently because when I was when I was young, I was aware of spirit, of angels, of fairies. Would you know sit under trees and talk to trees and just be more at home in the garden on my own, speaking to nature than I would be playing with people, like with other kids. <laughs> bit of, you know, a bit of a strange one, I guess. But to me, that felt totally natural. Um, sorry, we just lost you for like a couple of seconds. I don't know what happened, dropped out. So sorry about that. So just go back to what to tree talking, because I was just like, oh, she's my twin soul. So sorry, <laughs> just literally <laughs> dropped for a second. 
So yeah, you sit under trees, sit under, you talk to the trees. That's what I used to do as well. You're, it's okay. I'm so glad that you said that because no one's going to think you're weird. I'm not, I think there's someone else out there who's just as weird as me. It makes me feel good. Um, sorry about that. <laughs> totally. No, it is. That's it. We think we we think we're like you know strange or something, but we're not. We're all just having these experiences. But um, you know, when I grew up, I just I became more focused in in school and. I went to university, I became a cancer research scientist, got my degree, started working in different pharmaceuticals from, you know, the really big ones like GlaxoSmithKline to little academic ones. And, you know, I loved it. I loved the sense that I was helping to make somebody's life better. Like that yeah. really yeah. that really filled me up. But you know, the more that I got into that world, the more I just saw how much of the pharmaceutical industry there is so corrupt. It's yeah. just, it's it's just, you know, it's just commercialized as health. And the is it, is it's not true health, is it? It's not. No, it's I, like masking. Yeah, I mean, look, we we could have a whole separate podcast on on that I know I, I know we could we could go into so much and we we should really because I think um I think my own personal story of battling a chronic illness where they say there's no cure which I've yet yeah, I've healed my body is just living proof that you know the power that we have and I find it very disempowering that we are not we don't have that knowledge of what our bodies are able to do and we don't have enough knowledge of our bodies or even like say for instance the collective bodies that we make up and so yeah like the, the, the spiritual body the mental body the emotional body which all I've learned and you've probably learned from like understanding Reiki I know there's lots of different types of different Reiki isn't there and mm. different ways of looking at the chakra system and I know that um that I th- I'm looking to get that implemented in the school system because I feel like, well, why don't we know that stuff? Like, what is going on? We've, yeah. We're literally, we don't have autonomy over our lives, which mm-hmm. is just so frustrating. And then all our, everything is we're trusting all these professionals to do all this stuff for us. And so we're so disconnected to ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's so true. And at the end of the day, you know, I'm, I'm not displacing, I'm, I'm not downplaying even pharmaceuticals because no. they do have their, you, do, you know. Absolutely. But, but, you know, a lot of the time, all they're doing is masking symptoms. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I sat down at my desk one day feeling really weighted by everybody and just kind of sick in my stomach as to what, pharmaceuticals was really all about like the world that I was in and I thought okay what am I going to do am I going to go back and do a PhD am I going to go and have a family because I was engaged at the time Um, and then I started looking up courses like evening classes and you mentioned Reiki but Reiki is yeah Reiki is such a gateway for so many people yeah 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 massively I mean (sighs) I don't I predominantly teach a lot of the chakra system but I implement it into a lot of my coaching programs so it it runs through everything I do it is like the foundation of everything that I do I always come back to it it's such a it's such a good foundation for your life but it's it's getting you I think it's just getting you to look at yourself more isn't it it is it's kind of understanding ourselves beyond just having a physical body and a biochemical body and yeah you know, I yeah. I started studying Reiki and I understood that I could, 
I could help somebody feel better on all mm. different levels in just an hour session rather yeah. than sitting in a lab all day just you know pretty much that's just the power hamster. yeah that's the power of reiki mm -hmm. so guys i mean look, just listen because a lot of people know that i do i do teach reiki i do i do reiki on people and they're still people are a bit skeptical and i understand that because you know it's actually very simple and it's not an invasive treatment is it it's just so calm it's yeah. so relaxing and you kind of go away and you go, oh, I feel much better about myself. And I feel really at ease. Um, and it's just like, what's gone on there? And it's hard to really explain it, isn't it? You like, just, yeah, you just, have to, you just have to experience it. And yeah. Especially if you find somebody who can really hold the space, like can really understand you and holding the energy high. And yeah. Because at the end of the day, this is it, the end of the, the, end of the day, nobody can impress healing onto another person like the healing mm. is well within our responsibility absolutely yeah that's, um, yeah that's key that is key yeah you know and working with angels working with reiki um even working you know taking pills pharmaceuticals mm. at the end of the day if we are not ready to receive better health within our body nothing and no one physical or non-physical can help us until we're ready to help ourselves and i think that's kind of that 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 goes with everything. That's, yeah, that's yeah. across. The, yeah, that's not just your physical body. That's not if you've got a health condition. That's mm. if you're like wanting to align with your purpose and your passion, right? So that's kind of yeah. like all. It's all you. It's you are creating your reality. It's all you. Yeah. I think that's a huge, and I think that's another thing that we haven't been taught enough. That's not an understanding. It's. Uh, I think we're all out here trying to be saved in many ways and you want people to fix us and you know and or we think there's something inherently wrong with us but there's not um and so we're in search of everything outside yeah. of ourselves to make us feel good about ourselves which is just insane um in my opinion um yeah <laughs> yeah i mean but i guess that's I, I, like I believe that's the age that we are transitioning out from like we're transitioning mm. out of that and into the age of empowerment where totally. you know we're understanding okay we do have the wherewithal to bring back better health within yeah. you know it is well within our capability all mm. we need to do is simply just get out of our own way and make a choice like everything I believe stems from our choices yeah made, made a decision yeah. Um, put our heart and our soul and our mind and everything's in alignment we can just accomplish anything and that's the alignment that's the alignment oh, I keep we all keep hearing about the word alignment isn't it it's like yeah. it's thrown around everywhere at the moment and what does that mean I mean look it, it is about um, mind body soul it's always about mind body soul it's bringing it all in together and that connect and then connecting through like what what is my soul saying that's something that I ask all the all the time mm -hmm. um checking in on ourselves right checking in yeah on ourselves. <laughs> that's all we've got to do <laughs> so important and that's like you know that's one big one big message from the angels as always you know connect with yourself early morning mm. um before the hustle and bustle of the day before anything yes, can muddy over. your alignment yeah and take over yeah get you into funks just check in with you rather than reaching for your phone and checking in with your phone like check in with yourself put the attention yeah. on you and I always like to ask the question, okay, what is highest and best for me to focus on today? Like, what, where, where do I need to direct my focus? Um, 
And that's a way for you to have that divine conversation with your soul and let yourself be directed. And I think we've it, it's kind of twofold. One is the question of asking that. And two is having the the courage to just follow whatever your inner guidance, your soul, if you like, is saying to you. Yeah, that's that inner, that's that inner GPS, isn't it? The inner guidance yeah. system, the pilot system, the inner pilot. It's it's always kind of knowing, well, I, I know what's best for me. I know what's in, in line with who I am. I know, you know, it took me a long time to fall into this space to to really understand, well, what is it that I'm here to do? Um and I guess that's where you ended up finding yourself on your journey too, is, you, you know, as you yeah. start searching and figuring, you know, like you start with race, you start with Reiki or whatever, and then you just fall into other things until it all just eventually aligns. And you're like, oh, this feels right for me. This feels exactly what I should be doing. Um, for me, it feels like coaching is just the way for me. I want to see transformation in people's lives. I want to help them get there. I want to really hold them accountable because I find that that's where we can also just fall by the wayside. We've got no one to hold us accountable. We have ideas and dreams and goals, like, and we all can have them, right? But then it's like actually making it happen. Like I find there's always a big struggle there. Yeah. Well, that I mean, again, I think that's another thing about coming into this new age of empowerment is also mm. taking that respect, personal responsibility to go, okay, what, what action do I need to apply today um, and not just, you know, sit there and meditate and receive all this information, but then do nothing with it. Like we, yeah. we have to follow through. And that's the beauty, you know, of the balance of the male and the feminine yeah. is receiving intuition, yeah. being, in, being in conversation that's the with yourself. Yeah, yeah that, that's the feminine, right? Yeah. And then the masculine is the kind of like the pushing energy, the go-getter, isn't it? Yeah. The action, yeah. And we need both um and, and we need the balance exactly I and mean, if you're too much in your dominating and your masculine you're too trying to do 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 things and then you're not on the place to receive the guidance to know what direction to take and I, I definitely have spent a lot of time in my masculine trying to figure it all out and make it all happen but haven't been sitting still enough to go well what's really working for me and what direction yeah. do I really want to take is this actually even what I really fucking want sorry yeah but you yeah. know it's kind of like you you get lost in um especially in this world as well like oh who, do I so many people doing so many different things and what direction do I take do I do this do I do whatever what else and actually that's where authenticity I think comes into play you know I had to check in with myself and go well do I want to do I really want to be like other coaches out there or do I just want to be me you know because mm -hmm. I I'm really more comfortable being me and that's easier for me to get up every day and play that role then play a role that I don't really want to play anyway and pretend to be something I'm not. Yeah. And then you're, and you're not, and you're not, I th you know, I think we're all here to, to stand out. I don't think we're all here to fit in. Yeah. We're all here to be unique and different. And that's, yeah. you know, when I started, um, when I wrote my first book, Unicorn Rising, you know, people are like, unicorns, really, Calista? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, they, <laughs> I love they, it. they they help us. I mean, what does a unicorn do? It like it stands out. It, of course, it stands out. It, it's not <laughs> it afraid to be different. No, yeah. no, no, definitely not. Um, and that's really the message: is just let yourself be seen and heard. Stop yeah. censoring yourself or trying to, you know, compare yourself to all these like social media copies 
or yeah. copies yeah. of like whatever your whatever your field is in yeah. just be yourself I felt that so much. I felt that energy so much this year. So much so that I probably lost quite a few followers along the way, which I kind of thought, like, good, good. Yeah, get lost. Yeah. If I can't be myself and you don't like me for who I am, then I don't I don't give a damn, like, anymore. Like, I'm done yeah. pleasing people. And I think people pleasing is just the worst thing ever. Like, because you're not living your truth. You know, it's always kind of like, can I say that? Can I be like this? Can I do that? And, you know, and there's things that I do that I won't probably change. I probably won't ever stop really swearing and I don't give a shit. So <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to be that coach. I'm not holier than now. You know, I, yeah. you know, I, I, you know, I, I occasionally You're real. do this and that, you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm not perfect. I'm not an angel. I don't have a halo on my head and I don't want to be. And it's funny. I saw yeah. a quote yesterday. It says, don't be try Try not to be perfect because you'll have no one to relate to. Um, <laughs> so true. And it, and we're none of us none of us are perfect but yet we all have something that the world needs which is wonderful <laughs> and we've got to find that and bring That's that and, and bring birth that into the world and um you know like cult, you know cultivate that and nurture that because um I'm quite good with people. I, I kind of make people feel good and that's just kind of like that's the bottom line of what I do. I make people feel good end of like, you know, if you're in my space, I want to make you feel good. I don't want you to leave my space and not feel good. Um, I want to leave that impression on the world. Oh, yeah. You know, I've got a motivational quote for you here and there. Or, you know, I've got a I've got a wise word of wisdom that you need to hear. But I'm making an impact. Mm-hmm. Simple. That's, and that's that, what, yeah, that's what it's all about, really, isn't it? Having a legacy, leaving yes. a legacy. Yes. 100%. And I was talking about that yesterday, actually, on, on over on my stories on Instagram, because I think that, you know, we are constantly creating. That's what we're here to do. We're just creators. Um, and, you know, whatever sparks joy, I've just been feeling that way. Like, I've gone into 2020 going, is it sparking joy? Let me check in. No? Okay. <laughs> Can I delegate Do you know it? what? Honestly, <laughs> you are really tapping into, like, the overall theme. I, I feel that that is the theme for this year, yeah. but also the theme for the next, just just the next wave, the next, I call yeah. it ascension, like the next cool. sort of empowerment wave. I've been wave feeling it for a while, and it's the feels of joy, and it's leaning into that as much as I can. Whatever's going to make me feel And if I'm not feeling good, okay, how can I get out of this funk? Because it's all energy. So what can I do? How can I shift this? Do I have to just put on my favorite tune and jump around the house? Because I can do that. And that's easy. Like anyone can get themselves out of a funky situation and just be like, okay, how can I shift this? Mm-hmm. Um, or how can I change the thoughts? Because that, that, that's kind of like, if, we, if we're going to talk about biology, because we should as well, because I think people think, <laughs> oh, this is all airy-fairy, but it's science-backed as well. So your thoughts and feelings are really creating your reality, our bottom line. And there's this whole gut brain axis, you know, which is sending, you know, messages. Mm-hmm. So like that's that whole gut feeling. That's your intuition, right? That's that's your creative chakra there, your sacral chakra. That's where we're finding our passion and purpose in that chakra. We're understanding that's all we're here to do is create. So let's create. Um, and it's sending messages up and you're having good thoughts and you're having good ideas and they're sending messages back down going, oh, let's let's move this energy. Those two chakras are so connected and they're, and they're able to communicate with each other. But when we have this awareness of it, 
it's so much more powerful than like oh well because sometimes your thoughts are just a thought and I can just I have silly thoughts that come in my head and I'm just like where the hell did you come from and and I actually just have that awareness of the thought and say thank you for coming I love Louise Hamish she's like yeah it's only a thought and a thought can be changed that's it (laughs) so yeah thank it thank it and just re-pivot your vibration yeah absolutely that that's all what that's all what the angels are all about especially the female angels like they're just there's no filter they're really real they're really grounded and it's funny you said that about swearing because I feel myself (laughs) swearing a lot more I've even you know, there's this that new book that I've wrote. There's, you know, there's swearing in that, and I thought <laughs> I'd never write an angel book with like swear words in it. <laughs> but, um, but I think that's what people need to hear. I think that's what we need to voice sometimes, just to kind of break through the limitations, break through these old like belief systems yeah. that we've carried for so long, yeah. and yeah. So, not think that sometimes people need shocked out of their out of their patterns you know yeah. so sometimes swear words they just yeah maybe just like oh, yeah 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 absolutely I'm, not, I'm just i'm not i don't swear at people i'm not necessarily rude in, in many ways but you know like I, I, there's, i'm known to drop a few f-bombs and but that's who i am like i don't yeah. want to i don't really want to change to to fit in and to mold to be this perfect female being you know or this perfect coach <laughs> or whatever like um you know and that means that I might not be liked by people, but that's okay as well. Because I think we're, <laughs> it's, it's you know, it's going to be out here. People aren't going to like you, unfortunately. That's just how life goes, you know. Um, yeah. You don't have to care. You don't, you know, you honestly don't. <laughs> I'm getting quite good at not caring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not, we're, we're not here to people please. And I think we're, we're so done with those energies. And that's really the energy that we've been storing in our sacral and yeah. our name for so long, especially yeah. as women, is people-pleasing. Yes. And that's being replaced now with, I believe anyway, us asking personally, but like collectively as a tribe, I think we're asking ourselves now, okay, what do I, what do I actually want? You know, what is the best for me? Mm-hmm. And how, how can I how can I give to myself, fill myself, my cup up? Yeah. If my cup's not full, how the hell can I be of service to other people? Like, how can yeah. I truly help another if I myself are depleted and I'm not walking my talk? Like, that's the integrity that I feel has been replaced. Yeah. With the people pleasing that we've carried for so long. Oh, gosh, we're so over it. And I think, you know, we're, we're talking about the ascension of the, on as a planet, aren't we, as well? We're, what's, yeah. We're, we're, we're talking. So, like, from my understanding, it's like we're we're shifting out of the solar plexus into the heart. Is that mm-hmm. is that kind of where you you're at as well? We like, our understanding is that you know we've been in this kind of overpowering, dominating energy of the masculine, and we're ushering in way more feminine, which has kind of been happening for a while now. Or yeah. and yeah. more into more into the heart centered space. I think we're definitely moving for heart centered, but I think we can go from. I think all of our chakras are ascending. So like the the solar plexus is awakening and, and activating at a higher dimension. Yeah. All of them really are. But I think, yeah, generally speaking, coming more into the heart is definitely the feminine way of being because it's it's it it lends more compassion, more understanding. Mm. It helps us to, you know, take those 
take the time to pause and listen and rest when we need to kind of balance all the you know that patriarchal Piscean age that we've just came out of mm. like that like last 2000 years mm. there was such an overuse of the masculine yeah you know, people, people were working so hard to make yeah. a living and it was more surviving than actually living they weren't life. living yeah well they weren't living their truth as well and I think that's the, that's the thing is like I don't think it equates freedom doesn't always equate to money mm-hmm. um true you know and and you can have money and still not you know you can be sick and you can be tired and you can be burnt out and you can be <laughs> you can be miserable so you yeah. know um freedom for me is time my time is the most valuable thing I have when with that I can create whatever I want to create that lights up my life you know Mm -hmm. so I think people are giving so much of their time and that energy there and the reward is okay we have a certain amount of money but we don't have any quality there's no there's nothing here that makes that sparking joy in my life because I don't have time I'm tired I'm you know I've got kids to feed or whatever whatever yeah and so even with my work, I said this year, I'm working 10 hours a week. I'm going down. I'm not going up. Everyone else, <laughs> you know, I've never been that entrepreneur. And I said, I'll go down and I'll still make more money. And I have. So it's fine. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's also like the intention behind what you're doing, isn't it? So mm-hmm. I think if you're really clear about what you're doing and obviously meditation, because I feel in that space, I'm already there where I want to be in my life. Like, that's the quantum field. <laughs> that is like, mm-hmm. there's this alternative reality that I can bring forward into my now as if it's already happening. And I think that's how we do manifest things a lot quicker into our life is by being as much in the present moment as possible. And I think that's the beautiful thing about meditation. It gets you there. It does. Yeah, it does. It gives us an understanding of what it actually feels like to be in the present moment rather Mm. than just being you know in the hurry action or in loops of negative thinking or just yeah I mean when we're in the present moment it it may sound fluffy but it really is the only time we have like there is no future and there is no past there There only is this moment and if we can completely be this our soul we can completely breathe everything that we are and bring everything that we are into that moment then yeah of course we can like do things like you're reducing your time but making more money because you're bringing all of Rebecca into that moment rather than being like there 10 percent and somewhere else in your mind you know you're completely there so whoever you're working with I would imagine you're giving everything to Mm -hmm. and then that brings a different you know higher quality and everything has a knock-on effect but you're right at the very crux of all of that right at the core is your intention which I believe as we go forward as we like you know spiritually advance and grow that's really important to remember is if we bring an intention and we also bring our attention into Mm. that space Mm -hmm. so like our focus and our goal and we match them up yeah. Then there's nothing that we can't accomplish in this. That's life the life. alignment. That's the alignment. Yeah. Yeah, and that's everything that I teach in my in my in my self study programs. Yeah. And through the coaching group coaching is just that. It's just like, what do you really get really really clear about? Isn't it like 
who are you? That's the first thing, right? Get really clear about who you are being. Because mm-hmm. this is the thing is the being does is the, then the doing is second. So who are you being? Because I think like, people don't know who they're being and who they are as a being. So the doing stuff is so much more harder anyway. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it, it's like such an aggressive force of I've got to do all this stuff. Or who they are is so tied into what they are doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And you can, you know, to know what you can bridge that to anything. I mean, even to the to the spiritual world. You know, a lot of people when they wake up psychically, intuitively, they want to learn about their past lives or go on retreats and learn all these like healing modalities. Yeah, yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. But you know, know know your roots before you know your branches. You know, know yeah. who you, know who you are. Yeah. What, what? Why do you feel you're here? What are you yeah. bringing? What's your unique contribution? Before you go off in some sort of spaceship and so travel to past life. Yeah. Yeah. That's so powerful. <laughs> I did past life regression, and it, it it showed me that I, at a soul level, I've been the same being in all my life. I've been a witch in every life, every <laughs> single life I've been in. I've been. I've always been into herbs and alternative and actually you know I'm my one of my lives I couldn't tell anyone I was a witch because it was at a time where you really couldn't talk about it Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) you know now it's kind of like it's kind of like oh okay um you know I'm not going to get burned at a stake now but um there is still some sort of raised eyebrows and things like that. If you dare to say, oh, yeah, I'm a witch. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I'm an empowered woman. I'm, you know, in, in my eyes, it, it's the women are, who are claiming their gifts, claiming their rights, claiming their blood, yeah. claiming their, their, which, you know, as women, I guess it's that, um, the, the denial of self when we get into to the, the female body and what it can do and its majesty it's just phenomenal and what what who we are and what we do but yeah I think there's this massive battle that can go on within women over their bodies and and it manifests in in terms of how it, um their their periods are I find when I had some interesting guests on the show talk about the periods and how that's all I start to have a lovely relationship with my body the past couple of years obviously having birthed ocean as well mm-hmm. I don't think I would have been able to have ocean if I hadn't um done a lot of the healing in my sacral chakra you know in that in that womb in that womb and just yeah. healed all the energy around there um, and have the most amazing pregnancy and the most amazing birth experience you know and I think that's possible for all of us but again I guess it's what's portrayed in the media for women and what what's acceptable in our bodies and what's not and um how we generally feel around um, periods and i think we've got to encourage conversations at a younger age that we are blessed to be in this body <laughs> blessed to be women That's blessed it. to have periods yeah. wow we are creators of this world like wow exactly well everything comes from the womb you know ever yeah the, the feminine always gives birth to the masculine and it's not about you know putting the masculine down because that's right as well no it's not you know, about we, that yeah totally. we need to come into a state of balance but yeah. the thing is it's just because I think why so many of us are having these conversations is because we have to face it the feminine overall has been suppressed for so long even that life that you had where you, you couldn't voice that you were a witch or yeah or your your 
basically if you go under that it's you feeling like you can't share your gifts truly who you are your truth yeah and th- and that's and that's what's healing right now is this yeah, that totally. suppression is coming up what have you come up against like being on your journey and and just from your experiences because obviously you know we're out in the world we're talking about unicorns and all stuff like that people are gonna go all right yeah okay (laughs) (laughs) I have on it well my journey from moving moving into spirituality after science was quite a big leap but yeah um I in my journey I've experienced quite a lot from sexual trauma to like yourself you know being told that I would never heal myself from hypothyroidism and Lyme disease, but that's amazing. Of postnatal depression, you know, and all the universal traumas like we all go through. But even, um, you know, I had quite a powerful experience writing that second book, The Female Archangels, but only had two months to write the book. Wow. Um, I I, I just just to let you know, I've been writing my book for about two years, so... (laughs) (laughs) You can do it. You could. Oh, to be honest, Becky, that part, the book started to come forward 2012, so she has yes. taken a while. But okay. Anyway, um, yeah, my dad passed, and I never oh. had like a a good relationship with him. He was fairly abusive to my mom, and right, aggressive, and he has a lot going on. But you know what was really cathartic was when he passed during, and I was writing the chapter with, um the twin of Archangel Uriel, she's called Archaea Grace. So Grace, Grace, as her namesake, reminds us that everything happens in divine order, divine timing, you know, everything happens in our life when it's when it's meant to. I believe that so much as well. Yeah. Like I've just, and I've seen it, I just do. And I think that's an also a trusting, that's the surrendering of letting go and trusting everything is going according to divine plan. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. So when I was writing, when I was writing this, and my dad passed, and at the same time I was I split up with my fiance. Like there was so much going on. Wow. But but a couple of days after he passed, he came to me in spirit, and he basically said to me, "I want to be part of your spiritual team." Now, like we all have spiritual guides um, that kind of have our back. Yes. He wanted to be included, and he said, "You know, I want to give you the love and the support that you felt that you didn't." have when you were you know when I was alive and I was so thrown by that experience but what it reminded me is like the power of grace yes moves in in every experience but if we raise our awareness to witness what the blessings are even in the hardest of life moments like of course when you lose a parent like that really through there's still there's still so much blessings there yeah well, listen, we don't really die anyway, so it's all good. I mean, we it's all we're all energy, and we're all transforming and transmuting yeah. into whatever. So it's it's beautiful that he would want to, even in his afterlife, trying to make amends and trying to you know connect and and do that. Just amazing, just amazing. Never, I'm never, I'm I'm in awe of it all, really. Um, and any aha massive aha moments for you or any really thing I love all these stories though when you be like, oh yes and this happened I mean I had my story obviously of manifesting a million pounds I mean that that story never gets old <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant because it's so relatable it's relatable to what you know people want and to make this story a bit, a bit more relatable you know all the way through my life I experienced 
um, I guess as many do if there if there isn't one of the parents around, this sort of energy of abandonment. Of yeah, I was alone. But you know, if we my aha moment was, if we go right to the core of that of that energy, it stems from that sense of feeling separate from creator from creation god it's so funny you say that though because um i was having a conversation with someone about that as well yesterday and they were saying did you feel abandoned by your dad because my dad's not in my life not at all not really hardly ever i've only seen him a couple of times my whole life and i said um weirdly i just got connected to god when i was younger i got connected mm-hmm. to god and and like you i would have conversations with god i'd go to bed at night and i would have these conversations and i would say and i'd be a bit confused and i'd be like i'm here i've got this this mother here who who this mother i mean this woman who looks after me i mean she seems nice <laughs> enough but she doesn't really talk to me my mum went through a lot of battles a lot of depression and anxiety most of her life and we just never really emotionally connected. Mm-hmm. I'm a very feeling person. So you can imagine I've got no dad. I've got a mum who's really emotionally just not present. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I was struggling to make sense of the world that I lived in. Um, but then I had these spirit guides and God and animal totems. And I had... I was just in nature all the time and I would feel so at home in nature. I just feel peace and I'd feel like I belonged. Mm-hmm. I ne- And that was like, cause I'm of the earth and like, and that is my, you know, yes, you have yeah. these parents that are able to facilitate <laughs> to bring you here on earthbound. Yeah. But ultimately they are vessels. Um, they're vessels, you know. but they're also reflections because that's, that's the bigger story. You know, the yeah. parents, the parents that we choose, and I, all, I, I truly believe we have uh, an inherent intelligence, our soul does, before we come into this to this life experience and go, okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to pick this specific, say, ancestry to affect change. I'm going to pick these parents. But the parents that we pick, ultimately, our mother always represents our relationship with Mother Earth. Yeah, and our father that we pick always represents our connection with God. Like I've seen this time and time again with clients and students over the year. Um, So therefore, we can of course go to our mum and dad and do the healing work that we need to do, or if they're not present for whatever reason, we can go straight to our connection with the divine masculine, with with God if we see God as a masculine. And then with the earth, mm-hmm. but but ultimately, I believe where we're going is trying to find balance. So trying to trying to bring the feminine and the mother and the masculine and the father energy. Yeah. Um, we're trying to unite that and have a conversation yeah. with that part of ourselves. But that's you know that's another generation I would imagine to come. But yeah. We're, we're paving the energy of that now because I believe every generation we're helping the next generation to have a deeper degree of joy and freedom yeah. and pleasure. Yeah, but that's what we're all here for, right? Um, I think we get confused. And I, and I think it's easy to get confused out here because there's, it's just, there's so much pulling and pushing in so many different directions and it's hard to know what to, what to 
difficult to take on board. Mm. But ultimately, it is about, okay, well, this is my life. I have, I should have autonomy over my life, complete autonomy over my life and myself and my feelings and my thoughts and everything. I shouldn't, there's so much outside influences. We are so much bombarded by media and social media is obviously, you know, kind of very like you can't walk down the road without someone on their phone these days and no one is really even deeply connecting to each other as much <laughs> as I think we should connect yeah yeah I'm guilty we all do it um and it can be challenging it can be challenging um but I always say just follow the bliss right so um it could be so simple it could be so simple like I love to cook and bake and I try to do that as much as I can because I know I get so much pleasure from it and that's just something that's so easy (laughs) like taking up or even a hobby is activating that creative energy and maybe you'll take up a hobby and go well this is fun like maybe I can make a career out of this I'm really enjoying this so Mm -hmm. I think it's it's important to stay open and to receive that I don't know, inspiration and guidance, whatever, because so many things have popped up for me that I would never have thought of doing or thought that actually I would even be good at. Um, hence the podcast show. I had severe imposter syndrome and was like, no one's going to bloody listen to my show. What the hell? <laughs> and um, oh, I can't, I'm rubbish. I can't even talk properly. Um, <laughs> I swear too much. Uh <laughs> I didn't like the sound of my voice, the voice, and I was going to like the sound of my voice. My voice sounds like this. So, and then it's just that as I went on and on with the show, I started going, oh, actually, I really love doing the show. More yeah. I love being on show. Um, I must admit, I, more people like videos and then I, I must admit the audio. I, I did a re- recent poll on, on my Instagram. I like, what do you prefer, audio or video? And like, everyone's like more video. And I was like, shit, I probably need to put more video out. So I've, I've, you know, I'm dedicating mm-hmm. some time to, to setting up um, a YouTube channel and, yeah. and doing some more videos because I know that's what, you know, my audience wants as well. And I, just, I have to push myself to come out of my comfort zone. I'm not terrible on film. I'm quite good on camera. Um, but again, it's like if I don't try it, I won't know. And actually, at first, yes. it's always going to be a bit scary for you when you're going into that unknown territory and you're mm-hmm. like, you know, you've gone from science to spirituality, which is such a big thing. Um, but it, it pays off in the end. Like, you know, I'm six years in on this journey of transforming and becoming a coach and going into this field, you know. And I think when you're changing directions, as long as you're really happy about, the direction you're taking mm-hmm. like don't worry about the destination because it's never it's not it's not about that you know it's yeah really is about the journey isn't it it is yeah it absolutely is and I think that's really important is to just not let yourself be too comfortable or too rigid for too long you know we have to I believe you know we're here to juice this life Yes, we are eternal beings, but we will we will never get to live this particular particular life ever again. Not so, this life, no. Yeah, so we've got to juice it. And I think every day we do make leaps of faith. We do take leaps out of out of our comfy, out of what we know already, into the unfamiliar. And that's that's what you know brings about so much joy so much wisdom as well so much experience and paves the way for our 
you could you could say spiritual ascension, but really it's our joy at the end of the day. It's us yeah. it's us living to the fullest. I love yeah. it. Yeah. And so I'd like to hear a bit a little more about the whole um, a little bit more about the female archetypes. Um, you said there was different types of archetypes of women and what they represent. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, there is. Yeah, the fe- the female archangels. There's yes. there is many different types. Um, I've written in the book eleven, and I had to stop at sixty thousand words because it's they've got a lot to say. <laughs> and it well could done. Be, yeah, That's it could, be, That's could so be much bigger. But um, no, these these beings. So for so long we have seen angels as as masculine in form even though they don't actually have a form they've been represented in literature in art um, as masculine because I guess we reference God and Jesus and Buddha and all these sort of deities as masculine in form right. but, but always the feminine is there and yeah. the, way, the way that I sort of define it is an angel is like a coin you know, it's got two sides. It's got a feminine consciousness and a masculine. And now, because we've shifted into the Aquarian age, which is where, of course, we're having these conversations about healing the feminine. People yeah. are being more outspoken. They're following their bliss. There's so, so much happening in the feminine. There's, yeah, so there's so much, much happening. It's just mm-hmm. everywhere. I mean, maybe it's because the accounts I follow may be similar to me. I just see it all the time now. But you you feel it in you hear it in the everyday conversations as well like i'm going to the nurse for instance i'm going to the nursery and i'm going to pick up ocean and you know the the, the women workers are in there talking about oh yeah feminine this and that and i'm like oh you know it's just becoming like normal conversation now and yeah. um, we're yeah. talking about masculine feminine energy and balancing it because well I'm glad. I mean, I'm shouting about it. You're shouting about it. So it's, and that's yeah. the thing. I think that's, it's amazing. Like, the one, but, it's just, mm-hmm. no, go, no, go. <laughs> no, but you know what? Even though people, even if people say aren't spiritually aware, and this is just like all gobbledygook, it's still happening. You know, look at like the Me Too movement. Yeah. And, you know, even, even the younger generations that are coming up and they, they're not assigning to gender, they, you know, all of this is happening as a result of our consciousness shifting. And so... It, yeah, it's, no, it, it's brilliant. I mean, it, but here's the thing. Even your children, I mean, look, my child, my child, Tristan's old enough to have a voice of his own and, and actually I, I want him to think for himself, right? Mm-hmm. And he's he's coming up against a lot of constructs, the constructs in the education system, which are, are kind of very quite dominating as well in the masculine. Like all the arts have gone. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's maths, science, English. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like you know a lot of the the feminine, the beauty of life. I'm look, I'm I'm Libra. I'm Venus ruling planet. You know. <laughs> um, and so from a young age, I felt even then, I was pissed off. I felt there needed to be way more fun in school. And Tristan's like the same. He's like dreading going to school every day. Like, I mean, dreading. Yeah. It's, it's horrible to see. As a parent, it's so disappointing. 
Um, and so I'm working with people to pilot a scheme to get the the chakra system into education into the educational system and, and input it. They there's more. But the thing is, I'm talking to someone the other day. There's more openness in the schools now to meditation and to spirit and to spirituality and yoga and tuning into yeah. yourself. Yeah. And that's. I mean, you think about yoga. That's all feminine. It's more about it's opening up the heart space, isn't it? It's kind of breath. It's presentness. It's it's all kind of mm-hmm. like yeah, I'm here. I am here. And if focusing on that breath is one of the most powerful things you can do. Um, it's so beautiful to see. And so it's so amazing that you've got this book out and, you, and you're going to be sharing with the world all about it because I'm so interested. <laughs> in- yeah. yeah, I think it's, it's definitely a breakthrough book that speaks that, that speaks to where we are, you know, and the times that we're living in, like you just said. But also for women, it's... It, it's really unisex but I would say women will identify more with this book because you know there's practices in there to liberate your sexuality um to 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 work with your to work with your heart to work with you know trauma but there are a lot of men as well who are starting to become very aware of their feminine which I love it's 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 really refreshing to see yeah. you know, men opening their hearts and taking more time for them and not feeling like you've got into the masculine. Her. I mean, I've got men coming to me going, do you do massage still? I don't do much massage these any days, but I, I spent a long time doing holistics, like hands-on stuff, you know, for many years. Mm-hmm. So I've always been in the care industry in many ways. You know what I mean? I've always been that kind of wanting from a physical point of view, I've been I've wanting to make people feel good with the hands-on, you know, massage and treatments and whatever. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, we need to be in that feminine because the feminine is self-care, isn't it, in many ways? It's I'm going to love myself, so I'm going to take care of myself. Yeah, I'm self-care. I'm not going to burn myself out into the fucking ground, which I find that in the world of entrepreneurship, sorry, but it's been, it's like, it's bragging. Everyone's bragging, like, oh, sleep when you're dead, or you've got to do 80 hours weeks. I know. It's total bullshit. It's such bullshit. You know, (laughs) it's all ego. It's all like, I'm going to have more than you, and I'm going to have more money, or I'm going to, and I, you know, it's and that's why I went into health coaching. I re, I'd recognise that I'd burn myself out completely. I mean, to, to, into the fucking ground. No one did that. I did that, but more or less because I was fucking too scared to ask for help or to support because I was ashamed of being in such mm. a mess. Mm. Even as I had someone who is in holistics, you know. And, and who is a coach. I felt ashamed because of that. Because I thought, I should know better than to be in this situation. I've I neglected myself trying to fucking save the world. Yeah, don't do that. That's <laughs> what I'm saying to... That's my message to every holistic uh, wellness brand out there. Like, you you be the example. And I felt like I hadn't been... I wasn't being the example. And I, that pissed me off. Because I knew I'd let myself down. So I was self-loathing. I was shaming myself. It's probably the worst thing you can do as a human being. Please don't shame yourself. Um, I think it's just such a low risk. It's a low, very low vibration, isn't it? Um, oh, it is. It is. And then if you act from that space, you get you move into guilt, which is which is even yeah. worse. You know, shame and guilt. These yeah, are the energies we need to part. Yeah. Yeah. From a psychoanalysis point of view, shame is worse. When I speak, when I spoke to someone who was a psychologist about it, 
because I love to have these conversations with lots of different people because I want to get people's different views. Yeah. And I want to come to the kind of more or less the same conclusion. It's just not a good look. <laughs> <laughs> Bottom line. Wear it. Yeah. Okay. You know, because look, let's talk about how look, we've got, we've just lost an amazing woman, Caroline Flack. And I think it's important we talk about that conversation, you know, because here's a woman who was basically shamed by the media um, and vilified just for being a fucking human who made a mistake, you know, who, who effed up, who, so I think it's like, as a woman, I'm going to stand for Caroline. She might not be here, but let her energy transcend into the world and be present. And so that she, even after her death, she could make an impact on her world. And maybe even more of an impact on the, on the world. Like shaming, shaming people for being human. Damn it. Like no one is perfect. Like at all. But I really, I really feel her passing was a movement itself. You know, it brought it. Hundred percent. It was like a massive wake up call. So, and like how much there's like Caroline's laws come out now. So Caroline's laws being implemented, and there's like a lot of noise that's going to be made at at Parliament. So, use the hashtag Caroline's law or search up Caroline's Caroline's law. Um, I think there's a lady called Stephanie who's who set it up. Um, a friend of Caroline's who's also tried to. She, she's talked about she tried to commit suicide six months ago, and so she's really advocating for you know the mm-hmm. more to be done in regards yeah. to helping and protecting celebrities, of course, um, because there's no. It's not fair that their their lives should be sprawled. You know. Okay, I went through a fucking tough time recently. Uh, I shared with Calista um, when we spoke on the phone, um, and I've shared on my on my other podcast, Loving Out Loud, um, where I talk about um, you know building resilience through these tough times, mm-hmm. like. It was a very, very difficult time for me. And I remember in, in December, when the news came out about Caroline, what had happened, I at the time was going through some real tough stuff myself. So I I, I saw it, I just thought, oh, whatever, it'll just blow over. Do you know what I mean? Because, you know, the thing is with the press and social media, everything is hot for a minute. Everyone's talking about you now and slagging you off, whatever, whatever. But then they'll move on to someone else because that's what they do. It's only, re- you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It is. It is. It's just. It's just so I mean, I looked at it and I just said, "Well, that'll blow over." Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going through. I'm thinking, well, I'm going through really, some really tough stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking, probably a little bit of GBH ain't a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, could you give your boyfriend a little slap? It's fine. No, <laughs> it's none. It's none of it's funny. Of course, there's obviously that element of is domestic violence, you know, and yeah. we've got to take that seriously. Of course, but no yeah. one knew. But no one knew the full, real, full story. And the fact that her boyfriend didn't want to even press charges, and it was the CPS that were really pushing for it. I thought that was out of order. I, I really just thought mm-hmm. it was out of order. The thing is, at the end of the day, we never know what's going on behind closed doors. And to be honest, it's none of our business. Of it's just it's that not. Of the, it's the not. press misconstrue ever. I've, I've come out with it and said what's happened to me because I'm like, I'm, it doesn't matter. Like, I'm here to empower people and make people have less shame in their lives. So if you yeah. can share your story where you feel a bit ashamed or you felt like you were going through a tough time or whatever... I think that's that's beautiful. You should it's share power, those stories. You, yeah. give, you give people a space 
to breathe a little bit, knowing they're not alone and that, and there's other people out there who are experiencing what that you know you're you're experiencing, mm-hmm. um, and that's what got me through it, to be honest. You know, actually opening up and talking about it, and I think as as females, we can carry a lot of burdens, not even our own. I think that's the, that's the, the the feminine energy that is a very caring, loving energy. It's the divine mother within us. Yeah, it's yeah. like the wanting to take on. I'll take on your pain. I'll process it for you. You know, but the thing is, physical mothers like you'll identify with this. I'm a physical mother too. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, we don't want to see anybody in pain, but if we can balance our need for being a universal mother to other people then that has to include parenting ourselves like we've got to be able to parent ourselves yeah um and i think you know going back to that story about carlin maybe if she didn't you know who knows we can all we can all speculate but yeah. i i've been to that point like i've tried to commit suicide when i was younger from sexual abuse and yeah. like I'm, I'm glad that i was unsuccessful because i've been able yeah. to help so many and the thing wow. is, Carolyn is helping. She is helping so many, even though she might not be here physically. She's yeah. still here, and she's still causing these positive ripples, which is great. All, yeah. power, all power to her. Yeah, now I feel that. I feel that, and I feel that there will be some, there will be some beautiful changes to come from this. Um, it's just sad that it had to ha- that you know she had to lose her life for, for this great change to come. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hope we make enough noise to to know that we're not going away because things really need to change in the media in terms of what they can print and can't print. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, you know? it's yeah. like it's guilty with, with you know guilty before she's even been put on trial. You know what I mean? She's already guilty. God, no. Bless her. Sending so much love. So Send so much love. love. Absolutely. Uh, I could um I could easily probably talk with you all day, but I know you've got, you're busy. We've got lots of things to do. <laughs> <laughs> Let, it's been then, so fab though. Uh, it's been so good. I, it's been so good. But actually, it's it's important that we do say how how incredibly challenging it is for us to show up every day to be put you know on our passions. You know, being here, being there, being there for the kids, managing the home and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know I'm a single mum, I know you are. Um, it's fucking tough. I think we should let people know it, it can be tough and amazing all at the same time. And that and that's, that's you life. <laughs> you can, you can, you absolutely can. Like if you just, if you give yourself as much love as you give out and you find that that sweet spot that balanced spot then um you know I watch you on your social media and you're sharing about your fitness journey and I love that because that's that's sometimes that's all we need just to put that energy into ourselves and if we have say like half an hour or an hour every day a bit yeah I understand it's like I'm doing something just for me and I'm and I'm doing it for the kids. Like I want to be there for my kids. Mm-hmm. I I want to be present. I want to be able to help them and and be inactive and encourage them to be active. Um, I want to be a demonstration for them. So by that, I also want to show them that mummy needs time out to care for mummy. 
mm-hmm. you know, and that's really okay and normal. Like I'm not self-sacrificing or self-portraying, like I should say, mm-hmm. so I'm portraying myself. Like no, you're showing them a healthy template. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, absolutely. But I think it's I. I but I've come. Ac- I I will know. I will say this because I've come up across a lot of women that have, are still under that paradigm of like their self betrayal, um, and because we've been taught for we we lay down. We are the mothers, and we lay down our lives for people. It's kind of feel like, you know, like we were saying about the divine mother. It's that we want to care and care for our children, and there can be a limit of that we can hold them back as well because yeah. they don't they don't learn how their own autonomy they don't know how to self-regulate they don't know how yeah. to self-care because you've literally done everything for them yeah definitely um, like, like I say to my kids when I put them down and if they you know if it's like I don't know they normally go down about 7 30 because they're only three yeah. and four yeah but if it's like 8 30 and they're still up I'm like you know this is mummy's time mummy's got to go and you know, whatever I'm doing or whatever I just want to sit and be and just meditate. I'm like, this yeah. is my, this is mummy's time now. You have to go to sleep. And it's really, I think sh- being a template for that is really important because as you say, it will give them, okay, that, that it's important. Mummy's doing this. So therefore it's important that I give myself some time as well. And well, yeah, it's, it's just, you've really got, important. You've got, to, you've got to show them that that's, because they're going to grow up and they need to know that I need to take care of myself. Like mum's not going to be around forever. Like mm-hmm. I need to be able to, you're, you're prepare. you are always preparing them for life. I mean, constantly preparing them for you being there, not being there. <laughs> I mean, not, I'd rather prepare my kids for me not being there. And then like, I've seen people mm-hmm. fall apart because their mothers have died because they don't know how to look after themselves without yeah. their parents. Like mm-hmm. their parents are doing so much for them still, even as them as adults. And I've seen it, and I and um they don't know how to self care, really badly don't know how to self care to the point where, yes, there's going to be physical problems in your life. Because you know mm-hmm. you're not going to eat right, you're not going to sleep right, and all these things that I'm I'm seeing with my clients. I mean firsthand the effects mm-hmm. of lack of sleep too much screens not enough exercise not enough yeah. greens not enough water basic stuff really when you think about it mm-hmm. But, um, even for me like I'm so on my nutrition and everyone knows that I've just spent a year becoming a health coach so <laughs> um no the importance of nutrition is because it is it, it's, it's communicating the DNA now so isn't it it's kind of like it's all biological that's the biological side of of us really that we should be aware of okay why am I eating this and what is this good for yeah exactly like what we said at the beginning about tuning in in the morning and listening to your soul do exactly the same for the foods you know say to yourself is this like in the first book that I wrote I had about had a section sorry all about soul food and Mm. then ego food you know am I eating this to fill boredom or to give me something that I feel is not there, you know, something that I feel is missing in my life, which ultimately is always alignment. Well, it's an emotional thing, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, So if we become more soul directed through our food, through what we watch, through the conversations that we weigh in, then we can can keep our, our alignment really shiny, really clear, 
and then from that space of course we can be better parents better coaches better better teachers you know we and that's yeah that's the self-love oh so you based in scotland based in scotland yeah uh, right in the middle. I need to come to Scotland. Scotland's been, you know, funny enough that Tristan said the other day, um, he was asked by someone, oh, where would you like to go? And he was like, Scotland. I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. Come and visit. And, I, and I've, been, I've been thinking, well, it's not that bloody far. I mean, you know, it's in the same country. You know, you, know, um, yeah. you don't even need a passport. Um uh, so I think I'll come and say hi sometime soon. Yeah. Why yeah, not? that would be awesome. We've got we've got very similar lives actually. I think there's a lot of parallels. Um, but yeah, that would be cool. But listen, it was so good to to talk today, Rebecca. So good, Thank you so Ollie. much for having me on. I I've I've loved having you on. We've had a great time. And guys, you can check out because um, so I'm going to put all her information in her bio um so check her out follow on instagram and look out for that new book coming the female archangels yeah yay, yay. <laughs> lovely take thank care. you take care bye. bye rush truck centers is committed to making you their top priority whether you're looking for same day preventative maintenance assistance from their dedicated service concierge team or 24 seven access to your repair status, rush truck centers offer customizable maintenance plans that cater to your needs. What are you and your truck waiting for? Schedule an appointment with the rush truck centers service department or ask them to dispatch a mobile service unit when and where you need it. Visit rushtruckcenters.com to find your locations details. You can expect more from rush truck centers.